Welcome to CX and Chill, the real raw customer experience podcast from Exo Studios, the creative arm of ExtendOps. Today's host, Diana Castaneda, sits down with Maureen Kamaisha, Senior Director, Customer Experience at HelloFresh, for an insightful conversation about the significance of cultivating feel-good experiences, harnessing the power of AI for personal gain, impacting women on CX one at a time, and finding inspiration in Ugale. Get ready to be inspired and enjoy this engaging discussion. CX and Show starts now. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us again in a new episode of CX and Chill. I'm very honored to have a very new, fresh person that I recently met uh, with us. She's got more than a decade experience in customer experience, building through technology and very uh, detailed quality processes I've heard, but I'll let her introduce herself better. Thank you very much for being with us, Maureen. <laughs> that was so cool. I normally just introduce myself oh, as Maureen. Wow. So <laughs> with all of the uh, things you're gonna share, I'm like, oh my God, it's hard to, you know, like how to put, how, how do I put it? How shall I put it? <laughs> that was good. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, and to talk about a f favorite subject of mine, which is customer experience. So thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. So I, I want to I want to dig a little bit more of how, how do you start in this? Like what many people know what CX and you know, like the very, like the corporate world and everything, but what's CX for you and how do you get into this? How did I get into this? Um, I think it chose me. <laughs> oh, that's good. How? how I, think, yeah, let, let I me, think it did. Cut perfect. <laughs> how did CX chose you? <laughs> I like that. Right? Um, I can't even, I don't think I could go back to a time. Um, I'm naturally a helper. Okay. I like helping people um, in various forms. So that just, it's just who I am. Yeah. And so I've worked in the uh, customer service companies, industry in different companies. And I just naturally gravitate towards that. I also like to use my hands. So that's other ways that I also help. So to me, when I think of customer experience, it's just how can I make that other person really good about a service or an action that somebody else did? And if that I'm that somebody else, they feel good about it, right? Yeah. So it can look many different ways. And so that's what I think about when I think about customer experience and customer service. Um, but I, I, I think it just chose me. It just everywhere I've worked, the things that I've done in life, they just pull me into that. And nice. I think it's because I'm naturally just a helper. And, and that's, uh, and it's, it's a very good point that you touch because usually you would think of CX like, you know, the office or the process or the technology world or whatever, but you actually leave CX in everything that you do, right? Like, and mm -hmm. uh, every single touch or personal touch to you, that you yep. can do. That's very nice. So if I was going to ask you, like, what would be one of the best experience that you have had in your in your personal experience or career whatever if it's mixed if you want to call it like that uh, of customer experience what would that be and how did that shape you like what was the impact that that that, that it had on you yeah I've had many of those and I think the ones that touch me the most are the ones where I can tell that somebody put thought into it okay it's not just something that was given I stumbled upon it was yeah. somebody 
behind it, putting some some thought into it. And then when I come into contact with that experience, I love it. So I've had many of those in, in different capacities, but those those are the ones that make the most impact. And thought of behind it is, it could be very simple. I like to think of a good customer experience as, you know, whatever resolves the need that you had. And the need could be a very small thing, but it makes, it brings so much joy to you. So if I were to even like look at the spectrum of good customer experiences that I have, some of them are as easy as I walk into a new space and somebody says hello to me yeah, because they see me and I'm a person, I'm not just another, you know, I'm not just passing by, I'm coming into your space and you welcome me in in a friendly manner. As simple as that, you know, that's an experience that's gonna set me off into whatever now adventure I have in that space. So it, it, it differs, right? Or you walk into like a hotel and you see that they put some thought into your stay there and you feel like they were preparing for you to come. Like those are good experiences. Yeah. You call like I'm in the uh, food industry, you know, you go into uh, service, food service. Right. And the person that you're working with really takes good care of you and, and manages that experience for you. They put thought into it. So I yeah. think for me, when I see that and I've had so many experiences of that, that that's really powerful. And, and you just said, I like the word powerful. Um, you just said uh, something that just sticked to my mind. You said, I just feel it, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes it's hard to explain like what you're feeling, right? And how do you mix it, Sarah? How, how would you explain that? Like how? My word is joy. Okay. If I feel joy in my heart after having an experience with, with something, someone, um, that to me is good. Um, it, it needs to spark joy in my heart. Um, I know there are so many different ways in the CX arena that we try to make uh, experiences good, um, but the, the happiness that it brings inside my heart is what to me makes it good. So maybe I don't want to try too hard mm. and maybe you make it easy for me, that's mm. good. But easy doesn't always mean joy. Yeah, It needs to be easy, but it also needs to make me feel good. So like my word for, for a good CX is joy. It brings joy when do, I have that experience. Do you recall any specific situation, moment, where you felt that joy? Um, I will tell you, I have many of those, especially recently. And yeah. in my work, uh-huh. I'm in, uh, I'm in to giving that to customers, right? Right. So when I experience it, I feel... I, f- I notice it, I recognize it, right? So I recently had an interaction with a, a, a customer service agent. And I use that example because I live in that space on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a transaction that took forever and I had paid extra to have the, uh, the expedited, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And it took long and I'm calling back and I said, but when I went to your website, it said, if you pay extra, you will get your services expedited. So mm-hmm. I paid extra to get it expedited. And the person transferred me to another department oh that boy. whoever was in that department would help me. Yeah. But, and, and granted, they did. But it's not that they helped me, it's how they helped me. Walking me through what had happened, um, very personable, um, very knowledgeable too. They knew what was happening, what was going on with me. 
um, they understood my frustration. You know, you felt um, like yes, they, yeah, connected. I like you get me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get me. That's the word. Yeah. You know, you get me, and like I'm not some crazy person. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Um, and it made me feel good, and that's what I was trying to say like earlier. What good CX looks like, it could mean very many different things. But that's one recent example. It's how they made me feel during that interaction that made me feel really, really good because it also lets me know that there are good um, customer service agents out there. And yeah. like when I see good service I, as a customer, I experience it. It makes me feel good because I know if I work with my team and they are producing that kind of a service, then uh, my customers will feel just as good. You're spreading the joy. Yes, there spreading the joy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. So, I, I I, I'm really curious, and, and when I was just checking on all of the things, fantastic things that you do, <laughs> um, I was like wandering my head and said, what is it that, how does she get inspired? Like, there must be something, someone, an object, a living animal, whatever it is, yeah. like, that inspires you. So what motivates you or what inspires you? Yeah. Um, ooh. The Ogali. That's, that's it. <laughs> The Ugali for the Ugali, sure. That's gonna be the talk of the day. You trust need to me. Google it before Ugali. Ugali is my traditional food. For those of you who are wondering what she just <laughs> said, um, but yes, Ugali is my f my favorite food. So of course, that's that your fuel. Is, yeah, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Um, but I think I have. I draw inspiration from many spaces. Okay. And personally, I intentionally want to do that. So I don't have a specific person that inspires me i have many people that inspire me for this. different reasons right so like my my mom um she inspires me because she w she has a tenacity that i admired growing up you know and just watching how she has dealt with life um and especially for me being a mom and just now being a mom and then knowing what it took for her to raise me, those kind of things, you know? Yeah. And then I have really good people that I work with. I have really great friends. So I, I draw inspiration from many places, including my daughter. You know, she's 12 years old now. And believe it or not, she schools me on stuff. So <laughs> I believe you. I mean, nowadays you we're know? like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like to think of myself as advanced in technology and knowledgeable about like what's new in the society. But trust me, she's way ahead of the game. Way beyond. Um, but I draw inspiration from people from moments um, I like to be intentional about like even this moment now like be here experience yeah. it so that you know did it work did it not work like I like to live like that and I draw inspiration from such things right I do have a life quote though um, and I came across this quote years ago maybe two decades ago um, and I just it just spoke to me and oh. that was it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my quote is, um, how would the person that I would want to be do the thing that I'm supposed to do? Okay. Right? So if I'm about to do something, I don't think of myself as where I am now. Because I always strive to be a better person. So yeah. like, if you meet me tomorrow, I better be better than I was today. Yeah. And that's a goal I have internally, right? So the question is, if I'm better tomorrow, what I'm about to do now, how would, would I, I do, do it? it? 
you know and it kind of like this um i i bring in like a persona like a better yeah. self of my a better like version of myself yeah. my future me yeah. i yeah. bring it into today and i apply it and i always want to do something better than i probably would have done based on what i know today i got so i got to do <laughs> so like the, the future you yes yes wow you really connect with you know like with yourself and then projecting everything that's that's inspiring and i i mean me as a woman i think like okay I have had many up, um, many challenges or many upside downs, and I'm sure you have, you know, like uh, faced many, many obstacles or, you know, like challenges that are good for you sometimes. Um, can you recall one of those moments or episodes in your life that made you stronger today? Like this future stronger you? Yeah. Oh, many. Many. <laughs> the most you know the one that you said uh this was the one yeah. at least one of the ones you yeah. know yeah yeah i think moving to the us nice it was a really great thing um it was a bold move because i was young and alone years <laughs> and yes here i go yeah right <laughs> um but i think moving to the us and i'll tell you why i grew up in africa yeah. and I learned to be content with little um, and and it worked, right? And then sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you get exposed to it. Um, but one of the things that has probably shaped the grown up person that I am today is the experiences that I had after I moved to the US. And those experiences leaned more towards me not being able to do things because of my skin color, because of where I come from, because I have an accent. Mm. And I had many of those experiences. And it used to ruffle my feathers all the time because I'm like, but what do you mean I can't? Yeah. I don't understand. But what has my skin color have to do with anything? Like, right. I didn't get it. And right. I genuinely didn't get it because where I grew up, everybody looked like me. So I never really paid much right. attention to it. You're like, what's different? Yeah, right. and exactly. And the people that were around me that were very successful, that could do the things that I wanted to do, look like me. So for me to hear that... Uh, and then to be in a, like, but, but what does having come from Africa mean? Like, what does it mean? Like, yeah. what does it change anything about me? So I think those experiences kind of, it set me back a little bit in terms of, whoa, you kind of now have to prove that you can, even where you know you can, you know? And I had to figure out what does that mean for other people? Because I knew what it meant for me. Right. I, d I did. But then when I bring that to the table, it doesn't always work out. So I had to learn how it, what, what does it mean for the other person so that I can continue to progress because right. I want to progress. And those were very challenging times. And they're not over yet, but I've become a better person in dealing with it yeah. and knowing how to navigate it um, and knowing how to empower others to also walk through that journey. Yeah. Um, but those were some of the moments that were very defining for me and especially because I was transitioning from being you know a young adult into a grown-up and it's like now you're in this stage where you're like ready to take on life but then life says pause and take I'm like it. but I can't yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and which sound it sounds like this is what you know like made you even better to understand that magic or 
like I, I wouldn't say there is a recipe but that good formula of customer experience of bringing the joy because it's a, like you have an extra pair of you know like glasses to yes. to bring value added and to say yeah well this is level 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 super level of what yep. an experience would be yep and sometimes we just forget like oh it's just customer experience but who's the customer yeah yeah it's yeah. you and i it's it's everyone yeah uh living their own experience yeah. and and i'm imagining like well experiences like the ones you you just shared especially yeah. with cultural shocks differences etc yeah make you have a richer point of view and it's helping you to bring more joy to the world yep. right yep humanize it yeah you humanize know it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah humanize it just the human beings i know they're upset and they're calling you and they're cursing you out and they're all like but they're human beings yes like let's go down to that level and then give them a different experience that will change their perspective or bring them out of that frustration they're in you know maybe they don't qualify in your eyes but they're still human beings so yeah. like let's go back yeah. there and then give them a really good treatment right you know and with that word uh, something ring my bell like, again it was how do you or what what do you think of technology ai and the humans like many people around uh these days are just like oh my god thank god the robots don't do not know how to make architect architecture yet but mm -hmm. you know uh and in cx it's we're advancing so what are your yeah. thoughts on that yeah so i i know like a lot of people are afraid that tech is ai is taking over it's going to come take our jobs and all of that. I think my short answer is yes, it will. We just have to embrace it. Yeah. Like it's like we're not fooling anybody. Yeah. It will and we need to embrace it. I think the key point for me is it is not going to take over all our jobs. Exactly. Like there's never going to be a time where now because we have AI people don't have jobs and they just just chill like I don't know <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you like know? Movies, like yeah. move to Mars because Earth is yeah. taken over by AI. No. It will and we need to embrace it and take it positively and then turn it around and say how can i benefit from it how can we as humanity benefit from it right, right. so like <clears throat> we see we've seen a lot of evolution in technology even today like the social media space that didn't exist back in the day when i was trying to figure out what myspace was you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that page customizing myspace you know yeah. like technology has grown a lot like ATM came out came out and then you think like okay now we're no longer going to need tellers but guess what you walk into a bank there are still tellers yeah so i think that there is a place for technology and there's a place for us to live with the technology we should not be afraid that tech and ai are taking over and we should not be afraid for losing our jobs in fact we should think about how can we lose part of what we do to AI because there is benefit to that and then how do we work together with the AI and I think if we do that we're going to become a better uh, universe yeah. you know it's yeah. gonna be a better place for us um, I don't think like I don't know today if you went to a to a store like just any store yes. and you an item cost I don't know $25 and change 
and then the person you go to the cashier with does not take any credit cards it has to be cash and then you're transacting they're doing the math in their head or a piece of paper yeah. you would think they're crazy why because you could just use a calculator right. or you could just swipe a card or tap, you know like mm-hmm. right so when we look at people who are doing it things in what we would call ancient like we think they're old school but then at the same with the same breath we're complaining about technology so like i exactly. i think we should just embrace exactly. it exactly it's yeah. like you're going to leave all of your appliances and every single thing that you're using today now but you said something important like let's not we don't have to be afraid of no. that but knowing how to live with it you know like how to complement uh, yep. each other yeah yeah i w- d- don't tell me to wash my clothes by hand i did that <laughs> <laughs> and, and now yeah. we have machines i could just plug yeah. it in and wash it we know how to do that. no thank you yeah no thank you you know exactly <laughs> so like there's a place for it yes. um and i i do think what we need to do as a society is understand what parts of the workforce or workplace do we want to apply our technology i think there's a smart way of doing it and a not so smart way of doing it so if you do it the right way you get to actually benefit from it yes yep. definitely mm-hmm. it's not it's yeah it's a no brainer yeah 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 so in and now i want to touch another very important topic because i'm feeling that energy okay <laughs> you guys need to feel this like it's happening um As a woman, as a CX woman leader, um, I know that you attend many, you know, like conferences. You, you, you're very, very well known in the industry for, for all of your thoughts and actions. Um, so I, I was reading a little bit, doing my homework, reading a little bit of the of the uh, uh, environments where you have been, and 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 there was a quote that said like we're trying to um, make a revolution uh, in the world um one woman at a time i'm like one woman at a time yeah um so I, i want to know like what does that mean to you and you being this leader today that you are how do you empower not just women but in general like how do you empower anyone that crossed your path and perhaps that hasn't crossed it yet but how do you do this and how do you leave that impact for quality of life for you know better thoughts better actions through the woman that you are yeah That's a good that's a good question. Um I love that part too, one woman at a time because I think like when I go back in history and read all of the things that women have to had to endeavor to get some of the very basic uh 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 requirements, I mean mm. provisions that we enjoy today. I like sometimes it grieves me. You know, I'm like, but what do you mean? You know, but then probably back in those days the women didn't didn't mind and those that did then fought for it, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a part of me that feels that those type of like equal rights um for women and the opportunities being presented for women that I feel to uh, the, the need to continue with that journey. You yes. know, like it doesn't stop, yeah. right? So we need to continue to make opportunities for women. And I also take my position as a leader in the industry to say, if I'm looking at like people that are in high school or coming up in college, you know, they're aspiring to be where I am today. These are the people I was looking at when I was coming up in their age and thinking, oh my gosh, one day I would like to be there yeah. and I would like to be one of them. 
but I may not always have had the connections or the answers or the opportunities provided for me. So for me today is taking the seat that I have and just being able to turn it around and bring others with me. So what revolutionized means for you could be different for me, but yeah. understanding what are the paths that we can create for women and how do we make that possible? Because I think we do talk a lot about doing it, but it's the action behind the talk that matters. Yes. Um, so any opportunity that I have that directly impacts women, I'll take it. Um, and I would use it to my advantage. So like being part of the CC Women uh, uh, arena is like a beautiful thing for me because I know that there are women who want the opportunity and want to understand how to leverage it that I can help. But just in general, um, I always think, I always say like the experiences that we go through, they're not just for us. They're for everybody around us. True. So if you can make somebody's life, life just a little bit better because they encountered you, then if we all did that, I think Imagine. life, life yeah. would be awesome, right? Yeah. Just a little bit. Like I met you and then just you impacted my life in a positive way. And then I go, I meet somebody else and they do the same. And it, like if we all did that, just make somebody's life just a little bit better than you found it. Yeah. I think that would be magical. So I try to apply that in everything well, I do. You're doing it. You <laughs> impacted my life. Trust me. Look at that. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm I'm speechless. Like you know, like you 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 got everything that a woman could ever you know like think or you know like question in a good positive way. Like how do I do it? Especially for people who are immigrants, like immigrants that feel like a bit different. But I think that's just a plus, right? As you said at the beginning of of this conversation, like just use it to your favor, shape yourself do your future you yeah um, and that helps you generating a different type of experience which is for you yep to give joy and feel that joy yep. around you and others right yep amazing yep. and we shouldn't be afraid you know yeah. if I could say that we shouldn't be afraid to live authentically you know yes. I know sometimes like society would challenge us um, as women as human beings it would challenge us um, and and you know poke you a little bit and mm. want to see like what are you really made of um, but I always say just be who you are yeah. like just truly be you know like I met you mentioned about being an immigrant and mm. I have an accent I can't change that I'm sorry it's you. <laughs> it's, yeah it's the essence I can't change right? that um, and sometimes I have to educate the people on the other side and say hey don't mistake my accent for illiteracy. And I've Ooh. seen that play in action so many times. And I'm like, they're struggling to figure out the words to say. Not because they're not smart. It's because this is yeah. like, for me, English is my third language. You know? Yeah, so well, yeah, you have like <laughs> so excuse more. me yeah. if I have an accent, right? <laughs> but it's like those type of instances yeah. that uh, those are the moments that you want to be impactful to other people and being being on that side i'm able to notice it and those that's what i was telling you if you go through an experience like i make sure i mention it like if we're in work meetings yeah. or if i see it being misused i make sure to mention it to educate that next person so that even when i'm not there they will remember it 
and then for that person their experience is now better little things like that right. like who would think like a, right. an accent would mean anything right. but then I'm that's also an experience right, right? exactly yeah. yeah exactly and it has its purpose every right. single experience has right. a purpose yeah yeah so with that i want to know and i want to tell you like we at xr we live very wild like we really like to keep it wild but as you said it it, it could mean something different to everybody yeah. so what does <laughs> staying wild mean to you how do you stay wild i stay wild by being spontaneous okay yeah and it's a personal choice it, i mean it's a personal part of my life uh very very spontaneous like I will just wake up and make a crazy decision and then go do it <laughs> yeah. unapologetically. Um, and this is this is wild for me because I'm usually very structured okay. um, and I like to plan ahead. I like to know things before time. So like that's naturally the person I am. Like I like to be purposeful and intentional. So for me, staying wild is like, I feel like going this place today. All right, let's, let's go. Let's do it. Wait, how much does this cost? Oh, well, whatever, <laughs> just go, just flow exactly, with it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Nice. And I'm a movie watcher, too. I love watching movies. So, like, I will have a very, very tight schedule, and I will put everything on pause to watch a two-hour movie. There you go. That's I, like, how you I do it. I deserve it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. Maureen, thank you very much. I mean, seriously, if, like, there was an amazing energy. I connected very much, like, very well with you. I appreciate you sharing your stories and telling us a little bit more from who you are. Yeah. That joy that you bring. Yeah. And, well, is there anything else that you want to share? Two things that anybody, that anyone thinking or wondering, what should I keep from this that they should keep in their heads yeah well first of all thank you for having me You're i love this connection yeah <laughs> feel it. yeah it feels very authentic very real i really love it um but what i would like to say is don't make apologies for who you are i think that's what i if take away anything don't make apologies for who you are go be you and then while you are you make sure that you're um, bringing joy to other people. Let other people have that joyful experience yeah. when they interact with you. So whatever that looks like for you, if you're in the CX industry, woohoo! <laughs> there you go. Bring that joy. Right, bring that joy. But that's really it. Just live unapologetically yourself, be true to yourself, and then make sure that you bring joy to the people that you interact with. By being That's you. it. Wow. I'm speechless. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, thank you very much once again. And yeah. thanks everyone for watching us. Um, we'll catch up soon in a different episode. But yeah, just go and rewatch. Hit like. It's for free. And Google the uh, Ugali word. We, we want to see what it is. Yeah, that's like. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> U-G-A-L-I. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Uh, thanks. Huge shout out to Brittany Kelly and Carly Carolla at FW Rentals in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada for their support and custom logo work. FW Rental provides rental and custom build-out solutions for all of your event and production needs. We love you, Brittany and Carly. Learn more at fwrental.com. That's fwrental.com. And that's our show. CX and Chill is a production of Exo Studios, the creative marketing arm of ExtendOps. With today's host, Diana Castaneda, executive producer Sean McCreary, producers David Spear, Theresa Coronado, and Memo Davalos. 
editors and videographers Santiago Aguirre, Alfonso Ramirez. Graphic support from Jordan Madrid and social media guru Claudia Corona. <laughs>